It is March Madness, right? It's uh, March Madness Eve. March Madness Eve. Yes. Look at that. Again, guys, welcome to the OD Podcast. Episode five now. Episode five. Episode five. Yep. I definitely had, again, if if we're ever looking up while the podcast is playing, or while the podcast is recording, rather, we're probably in a, in a in a sports book, right? That's right. <laughs> it's almost it's almost a given. You want to go ahead and let the people know where we at tonight? We are at the Golden Nugget downtown Las Vegas. Shout out to Tony Miller and all the supervisors here. My cousin Sean and Aaron Kessler. They all got us hooked up. Name dropping. I like it. And it's crazy. It's insane. It is a crazy week in Las Vegas. It's a packed house. It's a packed house. All eyes are on the television. I don't think I see one person with their phone in their hand. Either people are picking up money or the people are watching the screen. So it's a beautiful day. And it's a beautiful uh, thing. It sounded like a lot of cheers for St. John's. Did you notice that? Yes. And good to know I'm not the only one because I'm about to be wrong already. That's right. Well, I'm about to be wrong already. They were up, though. I don't know what just hey, happened. I mean, PV did the same thing to me. Prairie View A&M had a, a, a thinks. Um, FDU had a 12 nothing run late in the second half in yep. order to kind of take that game, kind of take that game over. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't think I fully introduced the podcast, but welcome to the OD podcast. It, we this is episode five. We are here at the Golden Nugget at the Sports Book. I am Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, and with my co-host Alex White, Medina, we miss you. Nick behind the camera, thank you, sir. We appreciate Shout you for being to here tonight. Do I sound all right? Yeah, you do. Why, right. why you say that? I don't know. It's a little... Feel uh, weird? Yeah, a little. I'm, maybe it's loud in here, so... Low-key it is. It's, yeah. I feel like the sound is just rattling. Yeah. But what's going on? What's been going on since... Uh, again, like I said, we said on the show on Monday that we were going to be recording. We got our brackets done. Um, we'll yes, eventually get I into that. Wait. Yeah, we'll eventually get into that. As a matter of fact, let me pull up these topics that you had me take down we've been dealing with some topics for a really really long time again like i said it's march madness so are we starting with um the tournament we have it's a lot so are we starting with the tournament are we no, starting no. with some fun stuff no no tournament with? last tournament last yep all right cool what are we starting with um you wanna, let's see these what else we got oh matter of fact let's just do it now because they keep it keeps getting away from us what the hell is going on with the city of utah or the city of utah the state of utah I don't know. I've just, I've heard it's one of the worst places to play. Their fans are awful in regards to hazing. Is that the right word? Yeah. Just, you know, to the players. That's and a safe word. Yeah, so have you been thinking about that since I brought it up on yes. Monday? Especially since the fact that it's kept happening since then. Um, or since the very first time that you brought up, because you just said you brought up on Monday, which is true, but you brought it up again, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. I think when the original Russell Westbrook situation, I think the first one happened, um, 
And again, like I said, I'm not really quite sure why it continues to happen. Even more so, I'm not sure why it continues to happen in Utah. That's that that's really the the, the troubling part. Um, okay, St. John's, come on, do something. Make me not look crazy. Um, but yeah, 24 seconds. But yeah, I think it's something going on with that. I mean, like I said, it goes to to Russ and what he dealt with with the fan. Um, it goes a little bit into uh, UNR situation with Utah State. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I really couldn't tell you what what the reason is behind why it keeps happening, but I think that it's impossible to ignore that there is an issue somewhere down the line. Absolutely. It needs to be addressed. And I think for the players, you know, they should be protected. There should be more security. There shouldn't be things getting out of hand. Yeah, absolutely. And someone said They're at it, work. They were like, why didn't someone grab Russell and be like, all right, you know, let's go. And that's what made me, that's what gave me more of the reason to believe that the fan was doing too much because I asked them, I asked myself that question as well. But the problem was I'm looking at Patrick Patterson. I'm looking at Jeremy Grant. I'm looking at all these people that are sitting on the bench and they're looking at them. And like you said, they're watching them. And it's almost one of those things where, as I said before, I'm going to relate everything to my group of friends in high school or whatever the case may be. But um, I'm going to be honest. At a certain point, my boys will be like, all right, Terrell, chill out, chill out, chill out. And then if something goes too far, every single one of my friends will kind of watch and be like, hey, I mean, you, at some point you got to let them get that out. Yeah. If you guys are listening to that cheering, Arizona State just knocked off St. John's. So I'm wrong. So uh, I'm wrong. It's set. The bracket is set. Yep. It's official. It's official. Let's get to it now. It's official. So all the first four games have been played. Um, speaking of, we'll get to the NIT as well. But um, speaking of the NIT, you know what's funny? On the bracket that I sent you guys that I put in the group chat, <laughs> I actually picked Alabama over Providence or Arkansas over Providence. And then I erased it. And then I put Providence. And then I erased it. And I put Arkansas. And I did the rest of the bracket, and I went back, and I erased it, and I put Providence. Damn it. Oh, uh, that's the worst. So you when I seen that, that one, I wasn't even angry. I wasn't even angry when I saw it. I was like, wow. Got to go with that first instinct. What? What? Everybody has a method with filling out a bracket. We, we just, we're jumping from topic to topic. Again, this isn't the radio show. We're not even going to act like it is. So we, we, don't, we don't have a structure that we're going to, that we have to follow. We kind of do what we want in this, in this uh, moment. But um, do you have a, a method for filling out your bracket? Uh, that's a tough question. Maybe your method switches. I mean, it depends on the year. Like if, you're, if you've been like really, really into it. Like I, I've heard of people picking the mascots. I just think that's, I just, <laughs> yo. What? I just think that's a bad way to go about it. That's a real thing. Because then the Gators should beat a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> the Gators should beat a lot of people. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess. I mean, Wait, you're a Gators guy, aren't you? Uh, I actually don't have them going past. You have them. I have them beating, beating uh, UNR, though. I definitely have them beating UNR. Is it working? Oh, that is so much better. Is it working? I'll there we go. There we go. There we go. Sorry. No worries. Guys, we're obviously working it out as we speak, but we should be solid now. No? Oh, I got you. Hold on. I might have to switch. 
Uh oh. So while Alex is doing that, but yeah, but I do have. <laughs> yeah, we did a sound check and everything, so I don't know what happened. But um, but yeah, but going back to your point, I do have Florida with an upset. I do have them knocking off UNR. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I actually do give them a shot to knock off Michigan, but I think Michigan does it. I think Michigan pulls it off at the end. I think it is a close game. But I think uh, the Gators beat UNR, and they give Michigan a scare for their life. I agree. We'll see what's up. We'll see what happens. I actually don't have Florida beating trying not UNR, to look. though. Try not to look. Because so, I'm going to give uh, UNR the benefit of the doubt. I'm not. had a few rough, rough games the end of the season. Um, I think they're going to come together. And, and get one? Get one. Only one? Only one. Only one. Okay. All right. You sound normal again. You sound great. You know, Whew, thank for you. For a second, I was like, no, thank not you. you. I know oh. you're sick, too. But for a second, it was like, oh, it's crazy. You're talking about my sickness. Well, and, and that, too. But I thought you sounded great on Monday. Because so. I just told somebody that yesterday. I was like, hey, I was like, I don't even think I sound sick anymore. But it was it was here for like two days. But, um... Yeah, I mean, like I said, so people say that they have different methods for, like, how they'll fill out their bracket. Um, again, like I said, I look a lot at coaching, but at the same time, too, I look a lot. I try to look a lot at the, the season. And I try to look at the teams who, in those high-pressure moments, in those high-leverage um, situations, I try to see who keeps the most level head. Whether or not they win in those situations, just whether they keep the most level head. And that's ultimately what I did in terms of how I picked my bracket. We'll get over. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it. But I do have one question. Yes. Who's the furthest seed that you have going to whichever round? Um, well, I told you this before, but I almost have all one seeds going to the final four. And I just have one number two seed. I got one two seed. So mine is pretty... Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty top heavy. Yeah. Let me see because I have a 12 seed and an 11 seed beating the, beating their first round team. Okay. Let's see. I have a 14 seed winning, and I have a 10 seed winning. So I have a 10, a 14, an 11, and a 12 winning at least one game. Hold yep. on, hold on. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, I, I, I do see a couple of upsets in here. I do see a couple of upsets. I do. Yes. We'll see. You said last, so we'll wait. We'll wait. I want to bring people on and and talk about their... Uh, Sorry, I wonder, I'm like mad because I uh -oh. know I have some good ones, but it uh -oh. looks like I have a lot of six seeds. I want to see five. if somebody's willing to come on and talk about their picks. I want to know. Are you want to come? Is that a Bryce Harper Philly? Yes, it is. Jersey already. It is. As soon as I walked in, I seen that. So that's why I want to know. Oh, by the way, I was wearing my pink Angels hat for you earlier today. Thank you for supporting. Mike Trout news. Thank you for supporting. And I knew you were going to bring that up again. And I know that everybody's going to look at this shirt and probably say, what's going on? Vince Scully's a legend. So Vince Scully will forever be represented in my house and my life. In my heart, um, yeah, just you, you got to respect that, that legend. Um, I want to talk to somebody. Yeah, we better grab someone before. I want to talk to somebody. I really do. 
I wonder who's. We'll find one. We'll find one. Somebody will come by and have and and be looking, and we'll pull that person in. Um. Utah. I was just about to say that, or I was about to try to see if the person was coming through. Oh, but oh, yeah, oh. but Utah. I'm well, all for I it. I want to talk about the incident before Utah, and that's when the kid was mm-hmm. like hitting him, right. and I just yeah, I think it is ridiculous there too. And I heard some people saying that. You know, he was at a line. It's just a kid. I'm like, no, he's not, because you can't make those excuses. Because then, what's next? And your dad brought something up mm-hmm. on our radio show. And like I said, security, like that Utah situation should have never happened. Why wasn't that fan kicked out immediately? Yeah. And Couldn't now he's you. banned. Yes, permanently from the Jazz Home Arena. Um, That's crazy. Again, like I said, but if it's one of those things where he can go to another home arena anyway and still kind of do those things um i guess you can't ban him from well you could you could do whatever you want but i guess it wasn't a need in that particular instance to ban um to ban him for or ban him from every nba uh, arena but i mean to a certain extent something has to be done just in terms of um protecting and policing what you know what I mean? What gets said to the players, and uh, ultimately what gets what gets done to the players as well. Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad we're on the same page for that. And what's funny is one of the other topics I saw in there, and that's yes. paying college athletes. We have to hold off again. Because of Medina. Because of Medina. Because of Medina. Because she feels pr- pretty strongly. Okay. Okay. So. Medina's always working. So I mean, I feel like we all are, but. Medina has been MIA for a little bit. You said this is the busy season, and now I'm starting to actually see it from like myself. It's a crazy season. It's funny, though, because we all have crazy, busy lives, so getting us to all agree on a time is pretty difficult. Almost it, impossible. But it, it's, they're all so different. It's not like we're all doing the same thing, and you know we can find a good time. It's, we're all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. Uh, but, I mean... Like I said, as long as we continue to have um, a solid fan base that sticks with us and continues to grow with us, uh, I don't mind making mistakes. I don't mind being open about my mistakes either. Uh, I think all of us kind of for that matter. Oh, my gosh. That was a fall. Wow, that was a crazy fall. Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, we tried to shoot this episode right after the show, actually, on uh, Monday. Yeah. Wasn't able to get it done. Got some, like you said, got some some times crossed. Um, But, again, like I said, I'm super-duper happy that we're here. Uh, I want to grab somebody. I really do. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. We're recording the podcast. You guys want to come talk talk about the tournament for a second? Just, Just give me your pick. Just give me your pick. We can do it right now. Come on. We can do it right here. State come around here. Baby. Cal State Bakersfield. Come on. Come talk to me. What's your name? What's your name? Johnny Torredi. I'm from Bakersfield. Okay. You're from Bakersfield. All righty. And Johnny, you yeah. said, so So, what's going on with uh, Cal State Bakersfield? Oh, man. They, uh, they're Division two. They were Division one for a couple of years. They made the tournament a couple of years ago, and they lost to Buddy Hield in Oklahoma in the opening round. So, uh, you know, that's, weird. that's a dream come true for our little town, you know, but... I'm here to, I don't really root on anybody, but who's going to win the tournament? Shit, what the hell I think uh, Gonzaga is, man. Gonzaga, do you smell any upsets? Oh, well, I mean, upsets, I think, I think Oregon, that's, that's a, I hate to say bank your money, man, but they're a 12 seed, look out. All right, all right. 
you might be onto something. The one that, the one that I'm kind of looking at, I'm looking at Florida. Am I somewhere? Am I somewhere in the round? Yeah, Florida's up. You know, they're tough, but they're in the they're in the uh I think they're in the West with uh Michigan and, as a two seed and with Gonzaga. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I think Gonzaga's gonna, they're they're just too big, you know. But we'll see, you know. I mean, Duke's gonna be tough too, you know. They they play a lot of good teams all year round, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Who cares who wins, right? Just have fun and drink beer. I have a question for you. Is uh -oh. this a tradition to come to Vegas for March Madness? High school friends. We've been doing it for over 25 years now. And so we used to have 30 guys. Now this year we only have like 15, but we leave our wives and our kids and we come, we come drink and party. Vegas, baby. That is so Thank you so much. Bakersville, baby. There it goes. Thanks again. Thanks again. All righty, so we got a couple of minutes before we go ahead and have to uh, do another punch in. But um, I'm happy we got our first person. So being from Las Vegas, mm -hmm. I just think it is, it's so funny because I had no idea that this was like the week or two weeks that everybody came to Vegas. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, betting this on be sports it. isn't legal. So you got to come to Vegas. You got to put your bets in. So it makes sense. It's a guy's trip. I get it. It's it's awesome. It's really one of those things about luck too. It's just it really is like oh, yeah. it, some people just feel like they have to be there because I mean same situation with my dad. My dad has no problem calling down to other family members or um, me or just whatever and be like, hey, check on this for me or see, hey, if you could place this for me. Um, but he, of course, he would rather be here. He would rather have the energy himself. And we'll actually get to something that he did similar to that yes. uh, on Monday. So we'll we'll get to that uh, when we get right back. So my after the show on Monday, my dad texted me and was like, go ahead and uh, call me when you get a chance. It's kind of like, it's relatively important. So I'm like, okay, cool, what's going on? So uh, I didn't even get the chance to call him right away, so he called me and was like, hey, I know you're busy, I don't know what you're doing, but you sounded too confident. And I was like, okay, that means I, I said something crazy, like what happened? Like, right. what, what, did, what, did I, what did I just make a fool of myself about? And he was like, nah, nothing. He was like, but you said something on the show, and now I want you to go put some money on it. And I was like, what I do? He was like, you sounded too confident about Miami and OKC. He was like, if Russ isn't playing, yep. is Miami really going to do that to him? And I was like, yeah, they don't have an engine. So Miami's going to plow through him. And he was like, OK, cool. So you, you mentioned it on the radio show. I have friends out here this weekend. So um, I actually went um, with them to go uh, get some $10 tattoos. They wanted to do something different. So we went and got the $10 tattoos. And um, on my way there, I knew I couldn't do it. So I called my friend and was like, hey, Pops want me to go make this bet. I can't do it right now. Can you do it for me? They say, yeah. We tried to work it out. Long story short, I'm at dinner, right? Yeah. I get a text message from my dad. And it's just two pictures. And I'm like, what is this? It's the picture, it's the picture of the TV, and it's a picture of the ESPN GameCast. Okay. Both of them say 101 to 82. Miami was beating OKC. And he was like, he was like, go ahead and go pick that up. I think it was something along the lines of that. Okay, and wait, did he take the points? The he took the uh, he actually did two because he wasn't sure. He was like, let me just cover it both ways. He said, let me do Miami with the points and Miami with the money line. Miami won. 
So he hit on both of them. Good for him. So shout out to him for that one. And and you, I'm telling you, NBA, that's your that's your jam. Hey, People I try. Listen and uh, take your advice. That was good. That was a really good uh, bet. That was a good. When he said it too, I got nervous. I was like, oh man, he's putting his money on it. Like yeah. I gotta I gotta be right. Once it came through, I was like, yeah, I I knew it. I knew it was coming. There was another one. Um, There's another game that night that you said you would take the points, and it definitely covered. Do you remember? I don't, cause I know I got the. I know I got Portland beating uh, beating Indiana. I got that one. Um, Miami beating OKC. I might have to check. This. It might have been whoever Brooklyn played that night. It might have been who, cause I lost the Detroit game. And I lost the over-under on Bradley Bill. 33 okay. points, I lost the over-under on that. I think he had, like, 19. It was really? a bad game. It was okay. a bad game. Okay. Utah can play some perimeter defense. That's a, that's, a, that's a fact right there. Okay, was it the Nuggets-Celtics? Was it the Nuggets-Celtics? I think it was. I think it was the Nuggets-Celtics. That was the game. Yes. The Nuggets-Celtics was the game. And Celtics were favored, and they yes. ended up winning. Yes, they ended up losing. Yeah. Or, they ended up losing. The Nuggets ended up winning. Yes. 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 Now I'm over here looking at these scores trying to figure out what I missed in the NIT. Did you do the NIT bracket? No? So, let me see something. Because I got it in my, since you didn't do it, now I have no problem talking about this one now. Okay. So let's see, let's see what we got, let's see what we got. I'm uh, sorry, I was 100% focused. Oh, not oh, on, on the NCAA, NCAA one? Yeah. It's still not going to be better than my bracket, no worries. Woo! Yeah, Those I said it. Words. I said it. Let me see, let me see. I think I put it in our group chat. Okay, yes. is this my? No. Where is my NIT? I put it in the... You did. Okay, I was about to say, is my phone tripping right now? Um, should I, oh, okay. should cool. I get Medina's? NIT. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can pull up Medina's. Okay. So, what did I get right? So, I think I already mentioned it before, but I got the Providence one wrong. Um, oh, no, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, there we go. So, I got Providence wrong, but... I had Indiana losing to Providence in um, the bottom left bracket. Okay. I had them losing to Providence. So I can see Arkansas getting all the way to the Elite Eight. Okay. Because I, I, I've told you before, I don't see Indiana as, as that team. I just I don't. And um, another trend that I want to get to when we talk about this um, cause I'm gonna go bracket by bracket, but, um, another trend that I want to talk about, didn't my dad just say on Monday, what's up with these ACC teams? Yes, he did. On the left side of my bracket, my two teams in the final four on that left side are from the ACC, which North makes, Carolina state and Clemson makes perfect sense. I, I, as I was doing it, I was like, Oh, there's no way this is going to work. Oh, well, okay. Oh, well, the ACC team kept winning, and I was like, well, maybe maybe they are that good for that reason. Um, I have UNCG, who is the number one seed. Um, I have them losing to Davidson in the second round. And then I have Davidson losing to NC State. But we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. Can you guess who I picked in that bottom right side bracket? Oh, yeah. TCU. Yeah. Not even close. And with, you know what is interesting, though, about that is anybody who knows me knows that my favorite, beautiful, thank you, um, my favorite, 
I don't want to say I don't want to say my favorite player, but uh, nah, nah, I might have to. Okay. Probably my first favorite player of all time, Penny Hardaway. And you have to give it up for uh, Penny Hardaway. I mean, that was my first pair of sneakers. I mean, <laughs> if any Penny Hardaway is such a cultural legend in um, in my household. So I have Memphis making it to the Elite Eight, but I have them losing to TCU, and I have TCU with a Final Four matchup against um, Texas. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but my Final Four in the NIT is NC State, Clemson, Texas, and TCU. That ACC game is kind of a toss-up for me, but I went with NC State, uh, and then I went with TCU. In the championship game, I got TCU coming out on top. Do you really? I yeah, I do. I had to think about it, but yeah, I do. Um, did Medina know you were on TCU? Uh, nah. I think you probably you were the only person that probably knew because of the radio show. But and I feel like when we talked about TCU a lot, Medina wasn't there those days. Mm. When Medina was there, you know, we kind of we went more UFC. And I would say a lot of football, a lot of UFC. A lot of football, yes. So that's funny. Yeah. She oh, has, she has TCU. Yep, she has TCU winning it. Ooh. So uh, now two of our three. Oh, so she absolutely is going to take an L with the Indiana pick. She has Indiana going to the Final Four. Yes. Well, and I just realized that uh, when I filled out my bracket, and that's what's so funny about the NIT, I completely forgot that I, since I have Davidson going all the way to the Elite Eight, they lost already. So yeah. there's that. But you know what's so funny, too? I, we had to go take team pictures today for uh, the 702 Jags. Yeah. And when we were there, somebody was like, um, they were just kind of called to check on me beforehand. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Everything's cool. And they were like, well, we knew that this week was kind of busy for you with March Madness starting, the situation with Coach Menzies, uh, getting bounced in the first round. And I was kind of sitting there like, well, I mean, damn. Like, okay, I had to live it. Like, you don't got to keep bringing it up. But, um, nah, but it, it was definitely all from a, from a place of trying to figure out where my mind was because they knew it was a lot that we were dealing with. Um, as you said before, we do a lot of different work. But at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, we all still go to that school, so we all still have a lot of work that have to do with that school, from the radio show to the podcast to um, to newspaper to cheer, just various things that we're doing on campus. Um, right. I don't know. I, I think it was it was good to kind of have somebody pull me to the side and be like, "You straight?" And yeah. I was like, "Ah, yeah, yeah, man, I am actually. Appreciate you." Everyone needs that once in a while. Even if you think you don't. Yeah. Even if you think you don't. Those Especially when moments. you think you don't. Those are probably the times when you need it the most. Um, What's going on? Are we waiting on Menzies? What do you want to know? Well, I mean, now that I've had a few days. Yes. How do we feel about it? Oh, and we were privy to some information um, after uh, the radio show on Monday. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Again, I still stand where I stand with uh, everything. But I don't think, I think one thing that we got was kind of a shock. Um, 
But as far as the other information in terms of who they're pursuing or who they're actively, like, going after, that's not a surprise. Um, I just still stand where I stand. See, and that's where I feel like after a few days, I've swayed a little. And it's weird because when I first heard the news, I was, like, real upset. And, you know, I still think he deserved another year. And But at the same time, I was like, okay, well, if we do get yeah, so-and-so, it'll eventually blow over. Because at first I was like, we cannot have that negative publicity. And you said that. Right, absolutely. Any publicity is good publicity. Is that what we're right. going for? But if, if, if that's what they're going for, if the any publicity is good publicity, then yeah, go out and make this big name higher. But uh, deal with whatever comes with it. Right. I just see it blowing over. Probably quicker than, you know, a Menzies fan or support would want it to. But I see it blown over. I see the season starting. I do, too. But you know what I see it as? I, I, the exact situation that I see it as, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This, <laughs> and it reminds me of almost the exact same situation, regardless of what coach we get. Because I do believe we're not far off from success. And I, as long as we bring in a competent coach, like a coach that, you know what I mean, knows yeah. what they're doing. Um, I think we're going to be very, very good in short order. Um, but one of the things that I do kind of want to get out there is when we talked about um, what the reaction would be, like in terms of it blowing over, I, I liken it to um, I liken it to the Golden State Warriors. When they, you could tell that they had something with Steph, they had something with Clay. Uh, Mark Jackson had just went out and got Andre Iguodala. And you can kind of look at the team and you were like, oh, this is something, this is something here. And then he had one season with that particular team and then he was fired. Right. And then after he was fired, Steve Kerr came in. And this is what I love, because I told my dad, this is the way that I kind of see it happening. Um, I do see players, uh, this is what I did not say on the radio on the radio show. Again, like I said, it's on our campus, so I'm not trying to obviously make it sound like the radio station knows something. But this is just um, my personal opinion. I believe that you can bank on three to five UNLV basketball players transferring. And people like to ask me because I'm so close with certain players on the team or just certain people in general, like, oh, well, what do you know? Or, like, who's transferring? Um, do I believe I know some people who – who might transfer? Yes. Have I spoken with anybody about transferring? No. Um, it's just, it comes from a place of just knowing them a little bit. And it comes from a place of knowing, um, knowing the situation. And like I said, just the people, some of the people aren't going to like, regardless of who they bring in, right. they're not going to like the principle that was set. Right. Absolutely. The, the road that was taken. And what I, like, the reason why I liken it to, the reason why I liken it to, um, to the Golden State Warriors is because Andre Iguodala came out and was open and said that he, he believed it was a race issue. And um, Steve Kerr came in, and what was so dope about that was a lot of the players kind of looked at Steve Kerr and was like, dope, we're super happy that we have you, but we're going to get this off. Like, we, we got we to gotta get this off. It's not even about you. Yeah. We're trying to prove a point, though. Like, we're happy that you're here, but we're, we're, trying to, we're still fighting for our old coach. Just and Mark Jackson still hasn't worked since then. Let's just keep that in mind too. Steve or Mark Jackson has not worked 
since that go since those Golden State days. That was his, that was his first coaching job. He built that team, and he hasn't gotten another shot since. That is crazy. And he built the team, so it's just I don't know. Like I said, it's confusing in that sense. That's what I like in the two. But did you read uh, Bryce Hamilton's comments? No. Uh, so the RJ did a story with him. Um, a lot of the players aren't talking, as you would expect. Um, Bryce is the one person who did go on record and had no problem uh, uh, being spoken to. And uh, like I said, just going on record with what he was feeling. And he said, plain and simple, the team didn't like it. He said, plain and simple, the team did not like it. He felt like um, Coach should have gotten at least one more year. He said that um, there was a lot of progress to be made. He said that he could see, he knew that Coach obviously wasn't happy when he was speaking with the team. But as he said before, he was an ultimate professional, as he always is. Um, those are all the stories that I have with Coach. I mean, and I've had to ask Coach some really tough questions. And um, Well, one thing that I've learned coaching college athletes and is it's so much more than – coaching that sport you know like that's such a prime time in somebody's life that you're literally like making them into the man or woman that they're going to be so I just I feel like Menzies was really good at that I think he connected with each player had a relationship with each player it wasn't just let's win some games do what I say absolutely you know absolutely so I'm sure the players are definitely disappointed um, and I think more than anything, there, a lot of them are taking it personal. And, I mean, people like to say, like, hey, this is a business or whatever the case may be. That's, that's the pros when you're getting paid and, and you understand that, that this is a business and things like that. But if you're pitching to somebody that they're building a program, I mean, again, I keep telling people I don't know what – I don't know what, what else you could look at Coach and say that he wasn't doing. Aside from, I guess you could say winning games, but then that's what – needs to be instilled at what point when he was brought in during the hiring process did it go from hey this is a building program can you rebuild this program at what point did that conversation turn and it become hey okay now you've rebuilt the program let's win yeah if that conversation never happened he's still believing we're in a rebuilding process because multiple times this year he hinted to the fact that the team was young and that we had so much building to do so much growing to do He's not even going to be there for the growing. You know it's unfair for him also is the fact that the Golden Knights came in last year and had such an amazing season. And I, w- I watched it happen, literally. Like Bryce Harper, sorry, name dropping, but, you know, like big people around Las Vegas were very strong supporters of UNLV basketball and at every game. And then all of a sudden it turned pretty quickly and, you know, they were at every Vegas Golden Knights game. So I think that was really hard for him because a lot of people say, like, the ticket sales are down and whatnot. But, I mean, everybody in Vegas is obsessed with this hockey team. And there's a lot of hockey games. Just like, so many. Just like basketball. So I think that that had um, an effect on our attendance too, because you're right. They were getting. I mean, they are getting better. And still, still progressing. Yes. Still progressing. Still making a lot of moves. Like I said, I just I don't believe this is the last of it at all. Um, I believe Coach had an interview at uh, Cal Poly. Um, as I said before, he's gonna get an opportunity to actually build a program, and when he gets the opportunity to build a program, Menzies will. You, you'll be hearing his name again. 
And I think it'll be one of those things where wherever he does go, I believe it'll be – or it, it, I'm not even going to say I believe because I would hope for it, him to get an equal or a better opportunity. But um, I think it'll be a situation that it'll be a team that's not of the status of UNLV yet. And he's going to – like I said, he's going to build that program. And a lot of people are going to say – they're going to look back at that UNLV time. They're going to hint back to it and say, was he ready for this or was he this or was he that? And it's going to be unfair. It's going to be absolutely unfair because, like I said, to win – to sweep five season series, to go 10-0 against five different conference opponents, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. So, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it doesn't seem to – doesn't seem to, to matter for whatever reason, but like I said, I think a lot of the players are taking it personal. I think a lot of players are um, are um, like like I said, they feel like it was a cheap shot. So I know a lot of people feel like the gloves are off. Are you gonna play a song or a clip? I wasn't playing the song, but once I said the gloves were off. Um, you have a your mom's tipping. We saved it for this. Oh, thank you. And it was for Coach. Thank you. Yes. Where's my mom's text messages at? Let me see. I saw the phone and I yeah, wanted to make right sure. To it. Yeah. So my mom said, this is, on, this is for Monday. She said, beautiful things happen when you distance yourself from negativity. I'm going to let that one breathe for a second. But again, that said... Beautiful things happen when you distance yourself from negativity. And reason why I wanted to save that for this as opposed to doing it on the pod, on the radio show is because I want to say that to Coach. And I want to say that to Coach Menzies um, in the, what is that, year that I've known you? Year and a half, I think, that I've known you. Um, like I said, you can, you can tell a lot about a person when they do things that they don't have to do. And like I said, that just goes, that goes a long way. And um, as a person who is on this campus, what I will say is when you made that racial epithet comment, same situation I've had before, same situation I've mentioned on multiple of occasions, anybody who's saying that something like that is beyond the realm of possibility, not only, in, not only on the UNLV campus, but in the state of Nevada, is ignorant. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Anybody that says it is not in the realm of possibility of happening on this UNL or on that UNLV campus or in this state of Nevada is ignorant, period. So what I do want to say is keeping that tip in, in mind, um, I think Amari said it best after the last game, uh, the future's bright, the future's bright for us, the future's bright for Coach. Um, and I want Coach Menzies to really hear that and, and believe that um, it's going to get a lot better. Like I said, there are so many people that uh, looked at this UNLV rebuilding process and they were like, yeah, you, you probably don't get this far without Menzies. You probably don't get here without Menzies. As I said before, you get NBA-level talent in terms of Brandon McCoy. You get uh, you sign Shakur Juson away from, uh, away from Kansas. Right. You get Noah Rabotham to come back home, something that he was adamant about doing. Um... You sign Bryce Hamilton, uh, you, you get a hometown kid in Trey. I mean, like I said, you're, everybody knows how I feel. Um, 100%. I love that tweet that you read on Monday mm-hmm. uh, from a fan to Ben. He's like thanking him and, yeah. And I think we might have, uh, I might have some more. I'm not even sure if I do. Do I have any tweets? Let me see. 
Oh, and as I said before, these are the tweets from the um, two people that decommitted from okay. UNLV right after. And um, that is crazy. I mean, hey, and and again, Within like I said, like let's twenty four hours, right? With, oh, absolutely. Oh, within or oh, for the people decommitting? Yeah. Within an hour. Within, within an 45 hour. minutes, okay. people were decommitting. Um, so, th- again, I don't want to mispronounce this person's name. Do you know it? Vince Sapienza. Vince Sapienza. I hope I'm not wrong, but at Vince Sapienza. A lot of reports saying the same thing. Marvin Menzies has been fired by UNLV, yet no official word from the school as of yet. Say what you want about about Menzies going forward, but he walked into a terrible situation with the running Rebels and made it better in three years. At Aaron with two A's, two R's, two O's, and five N's. At Aaron. If Menzies gets fired and Thad Mata or uh, Rick Pitino aren't walking through that door, I'm not renewing tickets. We've been pressing reset since Anthony Marshall graduated. No continuity. We finally have some stability, and you fire the guy? LOL. Our fan base, man. That I'm going to so let that one live. That was my exact thought. We've been pressing reset since Anthony Marshall graduated. Shout out to Anthony Marshall because he played when I was cheering there. Shout out. So, no, that's exactly it, though. It's been two, three years. Each of these coaches get a chance, and just not enough time. I, I don't know I don't if they're. Start over. That's what I, was about to say. I don't know if they're expecting it to be like an overnight thing. But right. you, so, do you think it's a fear of starting over? No. What is I it? I think they think it's a quick fix, right? Just okay. get somebody else in, they'll. They'll fix it. Yeah, they'll fix it. They'll make it to the tournament next year. Easy. I don't know, but yes, Ooh-wee. Coach Menzies. We yes. love you. Big fans. Hold your thank head, you Coach. For everything. Please. Thank yes. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the encouraging words. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Actually, now that I think about it, um, the reason why, like I said, going went, back to the encouraging words. No, nah, absolutely, That's I did. This is a podcast. Absolutely, I did. Yes, I would never do it on a radio show, but since it's the podcast, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the, the f bombs and the shits fly, whatever. But um, I told I told you I don't I'm not sure if I told you about the J Cole concert. Did I? No. If I didn't, oh, that's terrible. Okay, so story, a long story, a little less long. Um, me and Caprice Uber to the concert. Um, this was one of like the first concerts she had ever been to. Okay. Um, so uh, we're pre-gaming at the house, so we Uber to get there, so we're not driving. She gets there. She's obviously she's had some drinks. She goes into the bathroom. She says a girl leaves her phone in the stall. She takes the phone out. She's like, hey, whose phone is this? She said it's an intoxicated um, uh, white woman who walks up to her and snatches the phone and walks out. She said, and when she's, like, walking out, she's like, is that your phone? Like, you just snatched it. I'm not even sure if that's yours. Like, um, is that your phone? Are you good? You got everything? She said she didn't say anything. She just walked out. So Caprice is washing her hands. Caprice turns around. Security's there. So she's like, okay. She's washing her hands. They're, they start to ask her questions. Police come in, everything else. So because she had been drinking, she starts getting confused. And she's like, no, I found a phone. And they keep trying to tell her that she stole it. And she's like, no, like, I have two phones already. Like, I got an iPhone and I got an Android. Like, kind of don't need to steal a phone. Like, what are you guys talking about? So she's a little confused. So anyway, we, 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 end, up, we end up leaving the concert. We end up uh, getting kicked out of the concert. Well, she did. So I'm walking her outside trying to figure out what happened. They tell me no re-entry. So, again, Anthony at the T-Mobile Arena, I haven't forgot. 
Anthony, Manny, all of these names I haven't forgotten. Um, because I told you guys you were going to see me again. And then, Manny, you saw me when I did the Lakers and the Warriors, the preseason game. So, peep game. I told you you was going to see me again. But um, Caprice is the nicest person. The nicest I've human ever, being in the world. I've ever met. The nicest human being in the world. And if that was me and somebody like was like, hey, your phone, someone right. gave it, I would be so thankful. Absolutely. And absolutely. I mean, a lot of people would just grab it and. And just and keep going and, keep and go going. about their business. So, again, like I said, Caprice is one of the nicest people ever. Um, I just don't see the idea behind. Um, I just don't see the idea. No Thursday sheets. Oh, Thursday sheets? I don't. don't would, you, would you like to be on our podcast? I was about to say, are you trying to? No worries. Um, so yeah, he, he so just, he just wants the numbers. What yeah. are the lines? He said from Thursday though. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, so nah. So like I said, so it goes back to that situation, and like I said, and, and my whole thing is again, and like I said, I never like to be this person. I really don't. Anybody who knows me, I think I said it on the radio show before. I say it on the podcast all the time. I don't take myself that serious. I don't. I laugh at a lot. Like I laugh at stuff that I probably shouldn't laugh at because I know when you when you're headed towards something, yep. you can't trip off of the little shit. Right. Like you gotta keep doing what you're doing, laugh at certain stuff and be like, oh, that was a hiccup in the road. I'm I'm still going through what I'm going through. So that's why I didn't want to be that guy. But at the T-Mobile Arena, I was like, yo, she goes to school out here just like I go to school out here. She's nursing. She's in nursing, or either I think she just switched it over to healthcare administration. I was like, I'm in journalism. I've been here before to cover events. You think I'm gonna come here and steal a phone? Right. You think I'm gonna be the one? I was like, you can actually find me. And I was, and again, like I said, I hate to be this guy, but I told him straight up, my name is Googleable. I'm not doing nothing to where you can Google it and you can see a news story that comes up about me acting a fool at whatever situation. So. I told him like my, you can Google my name, so I, it's not it's not possible for me to come in here and want to do this. So anyway, anybody who knows me knows Jacob's my favorite rapper. I let it go. I went ahead and uh, was on campus a couple days later, and uh, I had on one of the shirts, the KOD shirt. And uh, Coach mentioned it to me and was like, "Oh, you know, I was at the show." And I was like, "Damn, Coach! Like I was there too for all of nine minutes." And he was like, "What you mean?" And I told him what happened. And that conversation will stay between me and him, but me and him had a heartfelt conversation. And like I said, that's somebody who, people like to say that like the media, people like to make it seem like the media and uh, teams or coaches or whoever in, uh, that they're covering have to be enemies. Right. I don't think I'm, I think there was probably one coach that I wasn't really cool with when covering the team, but for the most part, I'll walk up to any of the coaches that I deal with and be like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm speaking from a place of whatever. Um, but it's never like it has to be a constant riff or a constant beef behind you and a coach. Like I said, and that's a story that I have uh, that I can just take with me um, along the way because, like I said, he, he, I won't be getting any more of those stories, at least on campus, for the foreseeable future when it comes to coach. But... Um, I don't know. I, I took this one. This is my first situation where I'm in a situation where one of the coaches that I was dealing with got let go. So it's a newbie for me. Um, and again, like I said, circumstances is everything. So I'm looking at the circumstances like, ah, this one, this was kind of, this was kind of whack. Yeah, it's, it's rough, especially 
coach, you know, when with the cheerleaders and stuff, when we have a coach that's very supportive, like it, it does cut a little bit, you know, yeah, and, and we feel the same way. But yeah, we've we've gone through it a few times now since I've been with UNLV. Uh oh, we're losing our. Um, I was I just about to say we're about we was about to hop straight to the tournament anyway, but I think he uh, they were poking like poking back a second ago. You want to try to grab him? Yeah. Okay, go, go grab him. Go grab him. Let's see how fast you can do it. Tell him we can bring him straight on. So, um, again, like I said, Coach Menzies, um, that message is to you. Uh, beautiful things happen when you, when you distance yourself from negativity. Um, and especially given the situation, um, like I said, I wasn't here when you originally came in, but based on everything that you said, um, and based on everything that I've experienced, um, wish I could wish I could have covered uh, cover you covered you a little bit longer. But um, best of luck moving forward again. Um, and once again, this is episode five of the OD podcast. We are here at the Golden Nugget in the sports book as we speak. I am Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, and my eyes keep darting to the right because Alex is right over here. Alex is. Um, Looking for some people to hopefully come on, uh, come on the show and um, talk some college basketball with us. What we want people to do, so hopefully we can get people to do it. Um, we had one person actually come on a little bit earlier, talk a little bit about some Cal State Bakersfield. Um, but yeah, but like I said, March Madness is a super, March Madness is a super uh, emotional time for a lot of people. Did it cut? You said it cut? Oh, I thought, the, I, I, thought the, I thought the camera cut. Okay, but never mind. So, yeah, we he lost him. He didn't know if we wanted to keep this realness of me going to chase somebody to get them yes, on the podcast. Yes, I did. So yes. We're keeping it. I think we're going to keep it. How'd it go? Did you hold it down over here by yourself? Uh, I hope so. Roman will let me know if I didn't. And if I didn't, he'll probably cut it. So <laughs> I ran over there, right? I was like, mm -hmm. okay, don't leave. I'll buy you a beer if you'll be on our podcast. And he said, no, it's cool. I'll buy you guys a beer. What do you want? What? Yeah. Is that what just happened? That's what just happened. So I guess we do have guests coming back over. So uh, I guess they really are on vacation here in Vegas. Just Vegas, baby. You know how it is when you go on vacation. You just make friends with everyone and yeah, <laughs> you're trying out. to make so friends with everybody. Dallas, so Dallas. Yeah, this should okay. be this should be fun. Let's get his. This should be interesting. Maybe we, maybe we'll get his. Maybe we'll try to pick his brain a little bit about some football too. Um, but again, like I said. Yeah, yeah, they they got Randall Cobb. So, Dad, I haven't talked to you about that I for a reason. Say. I haven't I haven't hit him up about that for a reason. Um, but yeah, man, some of these brackets, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm people saying that they're not they they don't see any upsets in this in this bracket. There's some bust downs in here. There's some there's some there's some teams that are about to bust down these brackets for sure. Shout out to Blueface. We we start in this. Um. Yeah, once they get back, I think we are. Okay. I think we are. Okay. Ooh, wee. So, ah, oh, man. So, I'm already wrong because, I, like I said, I had St. John's going to the second round. I'm happy because Belmont's making me look really good right now. Right. Belmont's going to get past Maryland as well. You think so? Yeah. I really, uh that one, yeah. I was back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth. Like yep. Belmont's going to get by him. And then I think I think the only I think the largest like ups the biggest upset that I have is uh fourteen O Dominion against uh number three Purdue. Okay. I got O Dominion in that one, but 
I mean, aside from that, I think we're all good. But um, how do you feel about Iowa State? Iowa State. Um, I do have them beating Ohio State. Yes. I mean, yeah, I do. And then I do have them beating Houston. Okay. Um, but I have them losing to Kentucky. Me too. Same page. You want to know my dad's? Um, yes, absolutely. Well, I I think it is. He has Buffalo going. Um, Ooh. Elite eight, all the way to the elite eight, and then losing to Gonzaga before the final four. He's at Buffalo. Yes. There's Chris. That Hi, might Chris. be something. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Pretty good. So there you guys go. You guys literally are meeting the people behind the scenes that make this OD podcast possible. Once again, we're at the Golden Nugget. This is episode five. Um, we're talking some March Madness, talking about some brackets, talking about which teams are going to be the bust downs and break everybody's bracket. Uh, your dad got Belmont. No. I mean, not Belmont, excuse me. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, yes. He yes. might be on to something. And I was a little upset because he has Virginia Tech beating Duke. Really? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, I was about to say we're all we're all going through all of this, but uh Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, like I said, well when I look at my final four anyway, um you know what? You wanna do Yeah, let's start. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, so you let's do uh let's start at the sweet sixteen. Okay. I don't know why I did that, but okay, cool. So we start at sweet sixteen? Okay. Um Duke and Virginia Tech. You got it? Right That's on. what you got? Yep. All right. LSU and MSU. Yep. Gonzaga and Florida State. Yes. Okay. Texas Tech and Michigan. I actually have Buffalo and Michigan. You got Buffalo and Michigan. Ooh, nah. I got Texas Tech. Okay. I got Texas Tech and Michigan. And I think we got some people that's coming back. Yeah. I got Virginia and Kansas State. What do you have? You got Wisconsin. Where oh, are we wow. at? I do have Wisconsin. Thank you. You want to go ahead and come join us? Uh, do we have another one? You know what? Pull up one of those. Pull up one of those. This is awesome. Thank you so much. What was your name? Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy, where are you from? Dallas, Fort Worth. Dallas, Dallas. You want to get the name? Yep. What's Dallas, your name? Fort Worth. Ty. I'm not no, sure, but. Dallas, Texas. Uh, from Fort Dallas Worth, Texas, as well? Yeah. It Dallas, Fort Worth. Synonymous, though. Let's cut that. I was going to let you get away with it. I was going to let you get away with it. All right, bet. That's a bet. That's a bet. So what we wanted to do, we wanted to have you guys on and talk some, uh, talk some March Madness. So first of all, who do you have winning, um, winning it all and becoming national champion? Uh, Zion. Yeah. Not, not Duke, but Zion. Yeah, Zion. Yeah, as, a, as just a whole. And who, who do we got on the other end? I got Duke winning it all, all the way. For sure. You got Duke winning it all. I got Zion, you know. You know what? Somehow I feel like you guys might both be in the right. We'll see how it plays out. But um, everybody's looking at this season and or this year's bracket, and they're saying that they don't see very many opportunities for, um, for Cinderella's and Sleepers. Looking at this bracket, this is mine, but looking at this bracket – do you see anybody that can be some that could be a sleeper? I'm thinking Gators. I'm thinking Belmont. Maybe well, Old Dominion. Game one, right? Thank you. I mean, hands down, that, that's easy. I don't but know. I took you. An this R. is a loser you got here. I mean, Tennessee's not winning at all, right? Are they even making it? Are they making it to the championship? No. No. 
Who, where, where are they getting stopped? Virginia? No. Whoa. Whoa. I'm a betting man. I took a minus 490 last Friday, right? Minus 490. Didn't work out very fucking well for me. Right? Yeah. Or, it's a podcast. Let the shit fly. Let it fly. <laughs> nope, let it fly. You laid the juice? You laid the juice of 490? You laid the juice of 490? I laid the juice of 490. But, you know, after I did it, I thought, you know, well, now I got to call my bookie and cancel this because last year, right, 16 against a one, they get beat. They're just not a tournament team. They're just not. They're just, no, I, I got just all don't. favorites, Jeremy. <laughs> All favorites? Almost all favorites because that's Alex's bracket. Almost. I don't know. I feel like the uh, basketball, like right now, it's kind of it's not as like there's not as many, many good teams right now. So everything's ranked accordingly. I don't know. I think it's gonna be a good like high seed year. So T, did you agree with that? Do you agree with that? There not being that many good teams right now. Um, not necessarily. Not. I feel like there's a there's a little bit of space separating a handful of teams. I'll put it that way. I feel like Duke and North Carolina are kind of just away from everybody else. I feel like Kentucky, Gonzaga, Tennessee, Virginia, um, Texas Tech to a lesser degree, Kansas when they get their shit together. Um, Texas fan, uh-huh. Texas Tech. Come on now. Texas Tech, they choke. That's what they do in every single sport. So where where, where, where are they getting stopped? I got them going to the Sweet 16. I got Duke and UNC. I got them going to the Sweet 16, too. Duke and UNC? Yeah. Number four? Yeah. I got them going to the Sweet 16, too, but getting beat by LA Michigan. By Michigan? Right here. Guaranteed, do not lose your money. They're not going farther than the Sweet 16. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Mm. Mmm. They do it in football, they do it in baseball, they do it in basketball. They do it in everything. That's what they're known for. That is what they're known for. Okay, I have a question Ooh. for you, and I don't know. I see know. a LSU hat. Um, are you I a see t- a LSU hat. Are you I a see TCU a LSU fan? I, all right, I want to be very clear on this, right? I absolutely hate TCU, right? It's not even TCU I hate. Their fan base is the shittiest fan base in the whole entire world, right? Really? So I, be I grew up clear. in Fort Worth. I was born and raised in Fort Worth. That's where TCU is, right? When I was... Seven, eight, nine, ten. They used to let me in free to those games at halftime because nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared. Okay, nobody but cared. How they do couldn't you, fill up the shitty stadium they had. How do you right? think they'll do in the NIT tournament? I mean, you could probably win the NIT, but I got them winning. I was on a podcast talking about March Madness. Was, I'm NIT. sorry. I'm sorry. I had to just hey, ask. Wait, wait, You're whoa, from wait, Texas. Wait. I had to ask. As a UNLV Rebel, I would take the NIT. So, NIT is a part of March Madness because I would love to be playing in NIT right now. And we're at home watching. Well, I'm talking about betting. And I don't even, you can bet on the NIT? Well, I know. I won a lot That's of some money. money. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Smart actually, man. All right, so what else do you see on the bracket? Actually, actually, you got the bracket as well. Um, who are some of, the, um, some of the sleeper teams that you see on that end? I don't know. Sleepers. Everyone's been talking kind of about here. whoever you said Murray earlier. Murray said it's kind of. No, no, been talking about Murray whoever State you said all earlier this week. year. Hey, I have Murray like, State too. Don't see that many Cinderellas this year. I really don't either. I mean, Florida beating. Um, yeah, it's I don't not know. really asleep. I got I mean, Marquette. That's an SEC team. team. I'm not seeing it. But I don't know. Maybe so. But yeah, yeah. We got one. We got one up to the side. Hold on, give me one second. You want to go ahead and come on? 
You want to come on? We got one more. Uh, this is what he said, T, and it matches up with my bracket. Okay. Well, uh, right there. Murray State? Yep. I got Murray State beating Marquette as well. I do. I was about to say, so we got, yeah, let's, can, can we swap seats for one second? I see a LSU hat. I see a LSU hat. No, not even. You stay, you staying with us. Oh, no, she definitely has to stay. All righty, so I see a LSU hat. So before we even get into this bracket, I need to know what's going on with the coach. What's, what's going on from a fan's perspective? You know, the first thing you need. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I need your, I need your name and where you're from. Uh, Chris Goes, my last name, Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas, already. Chris Go. What's going on with their coach? First of all, he shouldn't have even been on the phone with anybody. It should have been all his assistants or anybody like that. But that doesn't take away from the LSU players. You know, they had a, they had a bad game against Florida. You know, we had like a six, seven-point play there. Uh, they got a foul, and then the coach gets a technical, the assistant coach. So that kind of threw us off our loop. So, righty. So looking at that, do you feel like any of that is going to kind of be drug in with you guys? Well, into, uh, all, my friend, all my friends have been saying that uh, they've been reading Yale's going to cover the spread. But my, my theory on it is – LSU doesn't have much defense, and Yale gives up a lot of points. So I'm thinking the over in that game. Hey, okay. hey. So that's, her, that, that's your philosophy in that one. Yeah. All right, so cool. So now we can show you this. I was actually thinking the same thing. With the over? Yes, I was. Um, this, that's oh, what's fun I, about I this, being this. at a sports Whoever book. This is, this right is my bracket. Here. Oh. Oh. I've been a Tennessee man all my life, uh, all, all year, all year. And you know what? The three teams that I came to Vegas to bet on was Nevada, Buffalo, and Tennessee, and I had Tennessee as my team. Don't bet on UNR. Duke, 310th in three-point shooting. If, if the big boy doesn't do nothing, they're done. Absolutely. They, I don't think they'll make it to the – uh, elite eight. Duke? Yes. I think they'll get knocked Whoa. out. Whoa. They'll get knocked out in the Sweet 16. Zion, okay, so are Zion's we looking at Virginia Tech? He'll, he'll be there. What about, uh, yeah. So Virginia Tech yes. might knock him out? Virginia Tech may knock him out. You know what? I, I tell people all the time, that's a conference matchup. So those conference matchups in tournament time, you know, those one, are dangerous. This one's kind of scaring me. The Zags? In Michigan? No, the Zags. Oh, getting them all the way there? They're, they're, they're bound to win one. You always pick them when they're like an underdog. Now they're like the number one seed. So you can, I shouldn't do it? There's no way they're not going to I'm going to be honest, though, but see, even though I have Michigan going to the Elite Eight, if I had to pick a winner out of this bracket that wasn't Gonzaga, I'm probably picking Florida. I'm, I'm, I'm picking Florida There's to make a run. right there. Uh, uh, Coach Beeline is one of the greatest coaches in uh, – Roy Williams and Beeline are two of the best coaches in college college basketball right now. There is no doubt. As long as he can keep his vertigo under control, he'll be okay. Okay, I do have a question for you. So you have Michigan here. Do you have Buffalo going that far? Oh, 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 oh of course, of course. Uh, Buffalo, oh, they have to play Tech. Is it Buffalo against Tech? Yeah. Let me see your bracket. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Oh, God, she's got Gonzaga going to the Final Four. And Virginia, you know they're going to give it up. They can only score. They, they always – They only score 65 points. They lose to Gardner-Webb first week. I mean, they may do it again. That's that? funny. Uh, that's Kentucky. That's my but, dad's pick. But, you know, their leading scorer is in the uh, – he's got the boot on. He's, he's out. Abilene Christian may be a good bet the first week. Whoa. There's your sleeper you wanted. But Virginia, oh, my God, they can just go so cold. I I, I think they will go cold against Tennessee, and Tennessee's going to hit. Duke winning it all, and they're like 310th in the country in three-point shooting. For sure. I can spot a hater, for sure. (laughs) So, okay, so I have a question. So I don't like any of her top four. What? Any of the top four? Okay. Like you, okay. You, you mentioned Gonzaga. You mentioned me, Duke. You, want, you mentioned Virginia. No, no. Duke, and then Kentucky. Okay. Virginia, yeah. I was doing okay. Who's that? I had Murray Who's State that? over here at Buffalo. You liked that, and then. then Anybody I right here in your final okay. four is no good. Uh, who is it? Who do you have here? Michigan, Michigan State? State. That's a good pick. Pretty good. They, they're they're three and zero against Michigan, and Michigan's so you pretty solid put team. Virginia Tech here. And then, yeah, and then Michigan State probably beats Virginia Tech in your bracket? You know what? I might not pick Virginia Tech, but I don't think Duke makes it further than the uh, – there's no way. Uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking they won't make it to the uh, Final Four. They might make a lead eight. I, I, I feel like anything less than a Final Virginia Four appearance for Duke is crazy. So cold. They are just – that's your team right there. North they Carolina? Could be, they could be serious. Who, who do you south. have here? Easiest bracket is the South? This is the South. That is the worst. That's you the you worst have Tennessee part. coming out of it? Oh, I got yeah, Tennessee I, I, winning I, I, I it all. I called Mike here on Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, I got Tennessee I coming out of it. Because yeah, you bought it. What's to choose from? I mean, well, I mean, or, yeah. Oregon, Oregon can kind of sneak through. That's a Somebody said that at first, too. Yeah, but well, you see I mean, what I, I got on. I got. Yeah, uh, I you mean, got LSU dad, on. My dad played basketball at LSU when Billy Kenny was there. We love LSU football, but we're not used to basketball since Pete Maravich was there. And you know, who's the uh, all-time leading scorer in college basketball? Pete Maravich. I was about to say Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete, thirty-six hundred points, and everybody's picking Yale. Not gonna happen. Okay, I have a question for this you. This is gonna be a good one. Do you do any bets like Last Man Standing or anything like that when you're here in Vegas? You know what? I love that show. Last Man Standing is one of the greatest shows. I mean, he had, he didn't even like to walk down to his mailbox and see any of his neighbors. But uh, what was the question again? Okay, so they have different bets at all the sports books, right? And different contests. So you can buy like a $25 entry. You can buy up to four, I think, at the stations. And it's last man standing. So you pick one team every day. And if you win, you move on. If that team loses, then you're out. Or that entry is out. Do you do anything like that? Or you just stick with... No, but I would have to. I would have to say LSU, Tennessee, North Carolina, last man standing. If I had to do it and I had to throw... Oh, they said it's fifty dollars. I would throw all three of those teams in there. Okay, I, you know what? That's kind of interesting. I think Tennessee, North Carolina, because North Carolina will. I mean, look at this, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. They may score forty points one game. Absolutely. They may not beat Gardner Webb. 
Ole Miss is gonna be yes. Ole Miss is gonna give them a game. I mean, Ole Miss is gonna I mean, give them a game. University of Maryland, Baltimore County thing. I'm like, sure. Okay, Rockland, so uh, sorry, here's something else that's fun. Say again what we or what are you guys celebrating? Uh, this is Jeremy's uh, bachelor party. And we have a dual bachelor party and a huge birthday to Matt Franz. It's his thirty first. It's his first thirty first birthday. And he is uh, here to celebrate in Vegas. Opening, opening. Happy week, birthday to you. Villanova is a lock because they're playing in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Can I have? You, I'm gonna have you guys step on this side. California. Trust me, Villanova struggled in the middle of the year. Yeah. They won the Big East championship. Mm-hmm. They're playing in Hartford, Connecticut, mm-hmm. which is not too far from where they are. And where is St. Mary's coming from? The, East, the West Coast. And I know they beat Gonzaga in the championship, but they're going to go down. I mean, it's not even going to be close. Oh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. So, again, like I said, guys, this is episode five of the OD podcast. Alex just actually swapped seats on us. So we do have, uh, so we do have uh, some guests with us right now. But, again, like I said, we are here at the Golden Nugget. We're here at the Sportsbook. This is the OD Podcast, Episode 5. We're doing some March Madness talk. Um, so, again, like I said, this is Vegas. Um, I don't want to just talk solely about this particular bracket. You guys are so in we Vegas. Should. We should talk solely about Let's Solely about this? Oh, no. It's, it's a, Let's talk it's a different lady. Don't bring in the CIB. Let's not. Let's not do that. Let's not. Uh, we record now. Let's not do that one. But, nah. But uh, <laughs> let's not talk about the CIB. No, we want to talk about it. No, what I do want to talk about though, I do want to talk about uh, Marvin Menzies being let go at UNLV um, after just three seasons. Um, did you, have you guys heard anything about that? No, you guys haven't heard anything about that. Okay, so just three years uh, into UNLV? his. Whoa, I was say you can't do that one. Well, but just three years into words, huh? absolutely, especially yeah. saying it in this state. Whoa. So just three years outside of uh, just three years after taking a job, uh, head coach Marvin Menzies used to uh, lead right. New Mexico State, was relieved of his duties. Um, there's just been a lot of buzz around campus, basically getting the ice or the saying this, huh? Was he on the phone giving bribes? No, oh, that's, that's not just the LSU. Yeah, yeah. that might be that's might just be the, the LSU, LSU thing. thing. Hey, you you wearing the hat, so you open yourself up for that one. So my my thing is, coach um, coach came out and um, pretty much was open just throughout the year about wanting um, more fans in the stadium, uh, trying to just encourage these fans to um, not only come out to the San Diego State, to the UNR games, but show up to the Colorado State, show up to Air Force, show up to Boise State, show up to all of these games. Um, And again, like I said, it just didn't work out in his favor. But as I said, the first year that he took over, I believe he had three or four players on the roster, and he had to construct the roster his first year. So if you eliminate that year, he's had two full seasons or three full seasons with um, with a team that's been full strength, yeah. and he's been kicked out of the door. Are you so about the San Diego State head coach? No, the uh, UNLV. UNLV head coach. So, like, well, does anything happen to the UNLV coach that's good? I mean, Tark? I mean, Tark can there. I relate this to something I know, right? What's up? So, I don't know the UNLV coach, right? I'm a diehard Texas Longhorns fan. Yes, sir. But Shaka Smart. That's mm-hmm. something like I have to deal with, right? That's a program. That's a program I mean, builder. Texas is a program for sure. Right? Absolutely. So is UNLV. Absolutely. But Shaka, right, he's in his fourth year. Mm-hmm. 
He's garbage, right? Like, if you look at his record, he's garbage, right? He came from VCU. Right. I'm sorry I'm translating. But no, you're good. something I know. I don't know much about UNLV's coach. Right. He's talking about building programs, so I, th- right. I think I'm following you. Go ahead. Right? So you have to build a program, and results matter, right? We Absolutely. That's what we are. Like, Plain and simple. And even, I mean, in any business, per se, results matter, right? They matter. Absolutely, they do. That's so why we keep count of them. If you don't produce... You should get fired, right? I, I guess so my question becomes, how long is that window? Like, how long do you give a coach to rebuild four a program? Four years. Five years? Five. five. That, uh, my, my guess is about four you or give, five. You give you give well, them uh, you know, up. You know, it's like football. You bring them in and you get, uh, of course, you have the uh, two years and get it. And then four years, if you haven't done anything and then the fifth year you gotta go but like he said he's a he's a longhorn fan and then uh shaka smart is like going 17 and 15 16 and 16 i mean you know you're ahead 19 to nothing last night and you win by six i mean and you're 17 and 16 it's time to go and again, guys, once again, we are here at the Golden Nugget. We are here in the sports book. We finally got fans on, guys. We've been wanting to do this for a really, really long time. It's only episode five, and we were I able to make to it talk happen. about the guys uh, that's doing the filming, his uh, hoodie. Yes. I'm just not feeling it. I am. That's a <laughs> swaggy hoodie. I Nick, also am. Nick, the hoodie's swaggy, like, man. The hoodie is swaggy. Am. It looks good. Yeah, it's a damn good hoodie. It is. I think it's a damn it looks good hoodie. Like a, a he looks so beaten down. Look but at let's get back to the down. business. Right? This is Vegas. This is Vegas. Look, so again, you're losing on this. No, wait, wait. No, I can't. I can't. No, no, no. You're Look, winning see, on this. No, you're he's losing done. on this. So, so Alex. So, okay. So this is what we're gonna do because now we have to do our last punch in. I think. Um, the, super, the sports book is actually about to close, so we're about to wrap everything up. I see Alex on her way back. So really quick, I do want you guys to, uh, before you guys go, just give us one quick thing. We only got like a minute or so left. Give us one quick, um, one quick just lasting comment as you're leaving out. Let's go, Tigers. Everybody's picking Yale. We got it. Going to the Sweet 16. Beautiful. What you got for me? Louisville, money line. Take it for every fucking dollar you got. Absolutely, you Every can. dollar you got, and LSU, over. Over? Everybody. Okay. Everybody I've met today at all the airports we've been to, yell, 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 yell. Really? It's a loser. Yeah, Yale's going to lose that one. You got, you got one for me? You want to come back around? Give us one. Give us one before you leave. What you got? What you got? What you got for us? Oh, yeah. Come back, come back in so you can be in the frame. Come back in. Can we give a shout-out to them? Yeah, absolutely. Yo, you can do the shout-out right now. All right, yeah, I got Duke. Uh, no, I got – actually, I said Duke earlier, but you I actually did. got you. Is you, the mic off? No, I turned it off. Okay, good. You're, you're good. You're on. No, it's now on. I'm on board with my it's buddy on. here. Tennessee will win I got it UNC all. winning. That's what I got. You got UNC winning it all? Yep. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys so much. Can I give a shout-out? Oh, yeah, yeah. You said you had a shout-out. Thanks, brother. Thank hey. you. Matt Franz, I wish you a happy 31st birthday. Happy birthday, my man. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate you guys so much. Hey, sorry, Brackett's a loser, though. You know what I mean? <laughs>
Ah, my bracket's a winner, man. You better stop. My bracket is a bust, damn. My bracket is a winner. Yes, yes, yes. It seems like we we got anything else for this one? I don't want to force anything. Well, we didn't really get to talk about ours that much, right? Yeah. I, I just want to... Let's do it. Just talk a little. That was, that was awesome, I was about to say, yeah, we were bringing people in trying to get their perspective. So, nah, we didn't really get to talk about ours. So. They, they were so much fun. I'm, I'm really glad Super they decided fun. to join I was about to say bought beers out of it, too. So, right? I mean, it's amazing. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Really quick, we didn't even say one of them actually called you out and they said yes. who your team was, but you, you're taking who to win it? Tennessee. Tennessee? Tennessee. Okay. I got Tennessee. Uh, like I said, I feel like Duke is going to run into somebody because of their shooting woes. I feel like Duke is going to run into somebody that um, has a hot night. And because of that, it's not even that they're playing the worst, but they just can't keep up. Well, the thing that scares me is they're – their depth, right? They have their four freshmen, and, like, they're very strong, but... Where's the rest? Yeah. That does scare me. Absolutely. But I did take them. I, we already knew, but... When I look at Dukes, uh... When I look at... I'm not even going to say Dukes. When I look at Zion, I'll say... When I look at uh, Tennessee, I look at Admiral Schofield, and I look at uh, Grant Williams, and those are two big men that are going to... Their, their energy level is, I don't know if anybody's energy level matches Zion, but their energy level isn't too far off from Zion. So having two of those people as opposed to just one, I think will eventually take its toll. That's why I got Tennessee coming out of, the, uh, coming out of March Madness as national champions. I'm not going to lie to you. I, um, I'm regretting picking Virginia over Tennessee now with how yeah. confident you are. Am I I, am. Can I change it? Technically? Yeah. We got we we gotta let the fans see if they if they'll let you because that's a because that's a what that's a, a that's a elite eight matchup so yes. yeah so you got some time I guess still but yeah man I mean well I, I still don't think it changes your winner anyway you still got Duke winning it all that's so. right that's right I, sure I don't do. see a reason with it I, mean, okay. I don't see a reason why not so question for you do you do <clears throat> do you fill out the brackets like on any apps or anything uh I used to do it online at ESPN I didn't do it this year uh. Just for whatever reason, but um. Okay, well, when you did do it online, we got breaking news too, by the way. But I'll, I'll wait. Okay, I'm sorry. Really quick. Mm -hmm. No, you're good. You can have up to 25 brackets on some. That's of those a brackets. lot of damn brackets. Do you do more than one, or you just want your one? I mean, I, I I mainly have one that like I try to do like my my I try to tap into my sports analysis brain and be like oh, okay let's let's not who you want but what you right you know what I mean and then I have like I won't do no more than three really because I'll do one that's really like uh upset heavy yes and just you know what I mean see which one of them fall through but um and then I'll do one of them where I just have my favorites like I pick from my gut um but okay. again like I said I like the, the ones that I would show people is only the one that I use my sports analysis brain for I wouldn't I wouldn't show my fandom one I wouldn't show my, uh, and I wouldn't show my sleeper one either. Okay. Um, breaking news? Yes. Oh, breaking news. So I just look, I'm looking up at ESPN, and again, we're at the Golden Nugget at the Superbook again. Uh, so this is the second, the second one. This is the second sports book yes. in Las Vegas that we have visited so far. Hopefully there will be more. We'll see. Stay tuned. Um, but I just saw some breaking news actually on the board uh, on one of the TVs right now that actually just said that we're uh, that actually just said that we're gonna um, have three new teams 
joining us for Summer League because all 30 NBA teams are going to be there. So most people are probably at home. Like, who could be the three additional teams? They're adding international squads. So they're adding China, Croatia, and I didn't think, I don't think I've seen the third team, but that's dope. That is. That's really dope. That's really big. So shout out to the NBA for continuing to be global and continuing to, to make strides at changing the narrative yes. in terms of what a sports league is supposed to do. Okay, so, sorry. On no, that, that was topic, breaking news. Really <laughs> quick, uh, a lot of players go play internationally, right? And right. And they, they need to be looked at. Is Absolutely. That a, is that a great opportunity for I them? I think it is. Assembly? I think that's a big opportunity. That's a big opportunity um, for people to get um, not only just the recognition, but it's a big opportunity for people to get, um, how can I put it? Like, not, not their first opportunity, I'll put it that way, because there are people that are, like you said, haven't gotten that look at all. But it also gives people a chance, uh, especially being from UNLV, I think about people like Anthony Bennett. Um, I think about people, I, the other team might have been Canada? I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but I, I look to people like Anthony Bennett. I look to people like Andre Blatch, who played in the league for a little bit and then went overseas to play in the Philippines. Um, I look at those different type of players, and I think it's also going to be a double-down effect. Like I said, it's going to be almost what the AAF um, okay. is for the NFL. It, not, granted, it's not a different league, but the same idea behind players who didn't really pan out in the NFL getting a chance to get a second look. Yes. Same thing with Summer League. I think yeah. it's going to be some players that went overseas to kind of hone their game. They came out, were drafted as a lottery pick, didn't work out their way, went overseas. And I think this is their chance to be like, hey, I can still, I, I can still do it at this high level. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's crazy that you just saw it up there. Yeah. I don't even know where because uh, I saw so it on that TV. Right that one over there. It was that one. Um, okay, so... so yeah. uh, it's been one of those. It's, it's, it's one been of one of those episodes. Like I said, uh, I'm, I'm mad that as he was leaving, I think he took a parting shot at my at my <laughs> at my bracket. He was what? like, "Yeah, your bracket is a loser." What? I was he like, "Excuse me." He, he killed mine. He hated it. Well, two out of the three fans love yours, and yes, yes. I, I, I definitely the OG and the um, LSU hat definitely didn't care for didn't care for Tennessee. He he definitely let me have it. We'll see where it goes. Um, again, like I said, it's been fun. Um, do you have anything that you kind of want to end with this particular time? Maybe, maybe one thing. Maybe one? You mentioned something earlier. So What's I up? had this quote in my head, mm -hmm. and it was, um, don't tell them what you're doing, show them what you're doing. And I, never, I didn't get it out when we were, like, on that subject. Mm -hmm. So is that good? Is that, yeah. Does that count? Does that count to end on? Yeah. Give, give it to him one more time. Don't tell them what you're doing. Show them what you're doing. Let's show them then. There you go. Let's show them then. Once again, we just said that we actually, we're actually concluding this episode right now. We're here at the Golden Nugget. We're here in the sports book. It's televisions everywhere. There was a lot of screaming fans earlier during the ASU and St. John's game. Um, Thank you, Tony Miller and all the supervisors. Sean. Yes. Aaron Kessler, everyone here, thank you guys for letting us come out here. Yes, thank you guys again. It's been a beautiful, beautiful show. But until next time, guys. <laughs>